Hello, my loves. Welcome to episode seven of my podcast. I probably sound very slightly different right now. I had laryngitis like three weeks ago, maybe even longer, and my voice has been cooked ever since. So if I start sounding a little bit Miley Cyrus-ish throughout this ep, I it's because of that. So honestly, it just hasn't recovered. I, rec- I have recovered, but my voice is just like, it's got this little bit of a husk. It's low-key sexy, so I'm not complaining, but um, I've just been like waiting and waiting for it to get better. And then I was like, no, like I'm going to be waiting forever. What if I'm like, what if this is just me now? And I, I have that, like, you know, the pit on pitch perfect, how that goes like, I have nodes. That's what I feel like. I feel like I have nodes. I don't even know what nodes are, but anyway, the chaos. So I'm back. I'm here. I'm doing the thing. So much has been going on in my world. So I'll give you like a little update. And there's a couple of things I want to speak about. Um, just just the things I've had going on have just ha- had my mind going and thinking and reflecting and learning and just, yeah, it's just been really cool. So I basically have just had a lot on. I've been to a lot of events lately. Um, I have been away a lot. Sean has been away. So we've kind of had only a few nights together over the last few weeks. And yeah, we're kind of just getting back to normality now. And then next weekend, I'm off to Noosa with one of my besties, Tiles. So that's going to be amazing. And uh, we're probably going to record a podcast while we're there. So that will be cool. But one of the things that I did whilst I have been on doing all this crazy stuff was go to Freestyle Kings. So Freestyle Kings is a freestyle motocross kind of show where they do all sorts of rad tricks and like they do backflips and all these things. Like honestly, it's insane. And I guess like a lot of people would watch it and be like, oh, look at those daredevils. They're crazy, blah, blah, blah. But something I really saw and reflected on was like how much these guys have not let fear get in the way of chasing their dreams. So today, what I actually want to talk about is chasing your dreams and following what you want to do in life and working towards it, whether that be building an empire, building a big business, building a brand, becoming a singer, becoming a mo- like a freestyle motocross rider, whatever your crazy big dream is and your passion is, like, let's actually talk about it. And let's talk about the observations that I've made in the past few weeks. So what I noticed was these guys... They must have felt intense fear when they're doing backflips for the first time, when they're doing all of this stuff. And they haven't let fear stop them, right? They've most likely felt the fear and proceeded anyways. And with that, there's I'm sure there is times where they've fallen down, they've hurt themselves, they've crashed. And at, at any given moment, they could have just given up. They could have just gone, nope, this hurts, this sucks, I failed, felt sorry for themselves. So when I see these guys, I see A, dudes that have worked through their fear, right, and just done the thing anyway, dudes that have most likely failed and hurt and you know would have hurt their ego as well, but instead of having a tanty 
and throwing it in the bin, they've gotten back up and they've gotten back on the bike and they've kept going. And we see this so often when people are trying to build, especially businesses, and for some reason, especially the coaching industry, I see people come in and they like throw tanties because people aren't buying their offers. And, you know, I've, I'm guilty of this. I've done this before where I'm like to my coach or my mentor or whatever, like, why is anyone buying? Like, why, why are only two people in this masterclass? Like, it's a fucking rad masterclass. And like, why can't people understand that? And, and then, you know, it's like, up comes that thing where it's like, well, I won't do that masterclass again, or well, I'll stop selling that. And this happens a lot in business. Um, and, and when people are chasing their dreams, it's like they give up because the people are not buying, right? Or they feel like they've failed, or they feel like they've fallen flat on their face, they have a flopped launch, or whatever the thing. And like these guys, I'm sure, would have had to have copped projections and opinions from you know parents or or friends or whatever of like oh your dream's crazy or oh you're mad or how are you going to make a living out of that and again this is something that we are sometimes faced with when we're chasing our dreams is other people's opinions and projections and you know everyone's advice and opinions and projections come from their own lens that's full of their own limitations and beliefs so for some people, they might look at freestyle motocross and be like, that's not a career. That's just crazy. That's just a hobby. How can you be successful doing that? Insert whatever. And like, look at these top freestyle riders who are making probably more than most people I know, who are wildly successful, who have a multitude of opportunities and are insanely happy because they're doing what they love every single day. Had they have listened to other people's opinions and projections and advice, they might not have followed their dreams. And it's super cool to go to something like this and just see things from a different lens. And I, we're like a motocross family now, apparently, all of a sudden, because Max started riding in December. My son, he's four. Um, my brother's always raced when he was younger and I pretty much freaking spent years of my life at the tracks when I was growing up and so to be back there again now it's just like full circle like it's funny um and my brother races again now and Sean my husband has just bought a bike so he's riding now so we're pretty much just at the motocross all the time and it's super interesting to just like witness the things that these people must work through to, to be successful, to be successful riders, to you know work their way up the, the grades and become A-grade riders. And, you know, there's times they stack, they fall off, but they don't throw tantrums and go, like, that's it, I'm giving up motocross forever. Or I'm never racing that, that track again. They just don't do that. They get back on their fucking bike, they dust themselves off, and they keep going. And this is the, the kind of mindset I feel people need to adapt more, especially in business, but just in regards to chasing their dreams. And we're so wired nowadays, and I don't know if it's a generational thing, like I don't know what it is, but I feel like we're so wired nowadays to, for instant gratification. Like we want things and we want things fucking quickly. Like honestly, if there's an option to have something quick, like think about the postage, like everyone's wanting express post. They want their shit quick. 
Everyone wants this quick weight loss thing. Everyone wants the quick whatever. It's like we're, we're wanting things quick because we feel like we're running out of time or we maybe we just want the instant gratification. And it's like, can we actually be patient? And this is an art that I've been learning to master because I probably was born one of the most impatient people in the world. And honestly, something I've been noticing when I study motocross champions, when I study these freestyle kings, when I study Lewis Capaldi, I'm about to speak about him because I just did a post on him on Instagram. When I study people and that, you know, people that are successful, that have made it, right? Or that are building empires, I see a level of patience. Honestly, I see grit. I see them getting the fuck back up, like dusting themselves off and keeping on going. And it's funny because when I, when I mentioned Louis Capaldi, like he's obviously an insanely talented singer. And I just watched his documentary. I highly recommend guys. It's on Netflix and it is amazing. Like honestly, that dude, he's the funniest, most humble human. I actually am obsessed. But in his documentary, he said like he's always loved singing and he his dad took him to all these like restaurants and bars and stuff like that to like took him in and he lied about his age and he was like my son wants to sing can he sing like at your bar and you know that's the way they got jobs like they hustled they 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 didn't just wait around for the opportunity to land in his lap and so and this is props to the dad too like this is great parenting I believe like maybe don't maybe I don't condone lying about your age but you know showing him that you've got to get out there you've got to fucking work for what you want and he did that and he sat and he sang in bar after bar after bar and he said people most of the time would sit with their backs to me they didn't even like acknowledge that he was there they didn't even realize he was there they didn't like there was no cheering there was no you know like you look at his concert now people are like dying to see him there was none of that. It was like people barely noticing him. He was just sitting there and he was singing and he wasn't getting the validation and he wasn't getting his ego stroked, but he kept going. And imagine if he didn't, like he's one of the biggest superstars of pop music nowadays, right? Like the amount of successful songs that that dude has, I actually just can't. Like I just, it blows me away. He's like, honestly, I feel like he's on par with Ed Sheeran. And I think he'll be bigger than Ed Sheeran. I think he's only just beginning to be big. But imagine if he had a tanty and cracked the shits because nobody was noticing him. People weren't singing along to his songs. People weren't cheering for him. He wasn't having his ego stroked. He could have quite easily thrown in the towel and been like, oh, I'm not doing this. No one even cares. No one cares what I have to say. And when we apply this to business or coaching or whatever it is that is your dream it might be singing it might be motocross it might be whatever your fucking dream is your passion the thing that you're like I'm so hungry for this thing are you only hungry for it and are you only you know dreaming big when things are going well when you're having your ego stroked when you're getting validation and for me in my coaching business there was a time, honestly, I started off backwards. I'm going to just like, let's just go there. I started off backwards. I started off my coaching business and I think uh, like I leveraged 
you know, a lot of my exposure and all that stuff from my salon when I owned that. And I had people in my masterclasses. Like, I think my first masterclass I had, like, it might have been, like, $70 or something like that. And I think I had, like, 25 people in it. Like, it was insane. And I was just so grateful and just, it was just amazing. And honestly, as time went on, I got less people in my masterclasses. And it was like I was pivoting, my prices were increased. Like, there was lots of different factors but I went from like having the validation to not. There were times where I was just talking about mindset work, talking about personal development, talking about people, like my perspectives and, you know, advice and all of that stuff and felt like nobody was listening. It felt like I was speaking to myself and I wasn't having my ego stroked. Now, had I have given up and just stopped talking about this stuff that I'm so passionate about, personal development, growth, all of those things, mindset work, had I have stopped, I wouldn't be where I am now. I feel, still feel like I'm at a stage and now I've pivoted my business a little bit and I've changed some things around and I'm in a real like transition phase in my business right now, but I'm not fucking stopping. Like I'm speaking about mindset work, like mindset stuff. I'm posting content all the time because my love and my passion and my dream lives on, right? Just because I'm not quotation selling something right now and I'm not running programs right now doesn't mean I'm going to stop talking about what I'm passionate about. That's my dream. Like the money is great. And yes, we want to build an empire and a business and a brand and all of those things. But my main fucking passion is impact. That's why I'm on here right now speaking. I don't get paid for my podcasts, yet they're the fucking thing that I love. And I'm not going to stop. Even if no one was listening to these podcasts, I, I'm, not, I'm not stopping. Because this is my passion. This is my, my purpose. This is my dream. And it's like there will be times in your life when you're chasing your dreams where you feel like nobody's listening. Everyone has their backs to you. Nobody quite gets it. The amount of projections that I've had to hold selling my salon and going into coaching like people were like, are you mad? Like, are you actually mad? How, my, Guys, my own husband said to me, how are you planning on making a living from this? How are you planning on paying the bills? This, you know, insert XYZ projection, I probably copped it. Is that a real job? Like, honestly, all the things. And I just didn't let it stop me. And I, and I won't. And this is something that, that studying these people and really like, like watching these documentaries and just like observing. That's the best way to explain it is observing these people, the mindsets, the, the, the way that they've had to just keep going, the grit, the resilience, they kept going. And, and to me, I just look at that and I go, that's actually what it requires. It requires a level of patience and sometimes you've got to just drop your fucking entitlement, right? And Louis Capaldi is an amazing singer. If he was went in entitled and, and sat there and was like, I'm an amazing singer. Why is nobody listening to me? Fuck this. You guys are mad. I'm fin like, I'm quitting. I'm whatever. He wouldn't be where he is right now. And he is so successful. Like, it just blows me away. And it's the same with you know, the motocross riders and, and, and these people who are successful, I look at them and I'm like, you didn't just have it handed to you. You didn't just have 
you know, all of a sudden you just decided, hey, guess what? I'm going to buy a motorbike and start backflipping. No, they trained fucking hard. They fell. They bloody practiced. They practiced. They practiced. They practiced. They fell. They got back up. They practiced some more. It's like, it takes time. And this is something that I feel a lot of people forget is like when you're building a business, you're building a brand, you're, you're chasing your dream. That doesn't matter what it is. Let's call it chasing your dreams. It's going to take a level of patience and resilience. It's going to take a lot of, honestly, I believe, mindset work. That might not be with a coach, but that 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 has to be a level of keeping an open mind looking at yourself, observing, okay, where am I showing a bit of entitlement? Where am I showing a bit of impatience? Where am I wanting things to just happen really quickly? And where, what am I bypassing in the meantime? Where am I waiting for things to be perfect? Guys, I'm sitting in my car recording this podcast right now at school, Lexi's school, waiting to pick her up. She finishes in 15 minutes. I was like, I haven't recorded a podcast I need to record a podcast because that's I, I want to be consistent on here. I got some shit to say. I can wait till I'm home and, you know, what would probably be another week away if I hadn't have just gone, you know what, I'm doing the fucking thing. And that's how this whole podcast started. It's like we can wait around for things to be perfect, for things to, you know, be all our ducks be in a row and do th- like, or you can just start. You can just go to the bars and start singing, right? Sometimes he would have sang for free. He wouldn't have got paid at the start. It was getting exposure. It's the same with anything. Sometimes you've just got to start. You've just got to start doing the thing and stop waiting around for it to be handed to you or for things to be perfect. And I think it's really easy for a lot of people to just say, like, just keep going when no one's buying and you know I see a lot of high level mentors like saying like you've got to you know meet yourself where you're at and like just keep going and it's like it's actually really hard I know I've been there I'm a mentor who says this and I've lived it I've released programs and no one's been buying and I've released things and only maybe two people have bought when I was hoping maybe 10 people would buy and did I just give up Or did I continue? What I did was I made that container, the ones that didn't, you know, have as many as I'd have liked, I made them more intimate. I pivoted, right? Sometimes I added a Voxer chat as well to make it more mastermind vibes. It's like you can check out and and a lot of people do do this when they don't get as many people in their office and then they're like, oh, well, like I just... I'll just show up and just do a half-assed job. I don't need to prepare as much. Like there's only two people. And if you have that mentality in in life, it isn't going to get you far. It's like, how can you switch that and see the positive and go, okay, firstly, where can I improve on maybe my selling skills, my, my messaging, like whatever it is, my branding, where can I improve? But also how can I make this actually into a, a big positive and like, Make it a more intimate container. Make it add some things. Do things that I maybe couldn't have done if 50 or 100 people in it. Because one day there's going to be a time when you think back and you go, oh my God, I actually miss those days when I only had two two or four people in my programs. And like you can change this to any business or dream or, or whatever. 
it's like these motocross riders, right? (laughs) One day they're going to be at such a high level that they're looking back and going, fuck, I miss those C-grade races. I miss putting around Rosebud. Like, now I'm racing in America. Like, it's those sorts of things where it's like, how can you just meet yourself where you're at and just enjoy it and make it better and also learn from it where you are now? I'm sure Louis Capaldi has concerts where he turns around and goes, fuck, I miss playing in those little bars. Humble beginnings. And so it's knowing that when you're in those sticky, wobbly tough moments and times when you're chasing your dreams there's going to be a time if you stick it out if you practice patience and you keep going and you don't stop there's going to be a time where you look back and go oh my god remember that and I believe the messaging here is like your dream and your vision needs to be bigger and stronger than your need to have your ego stroked it need you need to be so fucking hungry for your dreams and, and reaching the point that you want to be at. This might be being a singer, it might be being a, an athlete, it might be being a, a high level coach, it might be making a massive impact on the world, it might be writing a book, it might be being a really fucking present and happy parent. It might be making just enough money so that your family is comfortable for the rest of your life. Or it might be becoming a millionaire. There's no right or wrong. It could be any of these things. But your dream and like if you don't have a dream, if you don't have a vision, start thinking about it. Like don't even play small. Think big. Because I believe if there's something you desire, then it's available to you. I actually believe that. It's available to you, but you've got to make the decisions. You have to make the choices to get there. And for some people, everything's just too fucking hard. They don't want to leave their comfort zone. And I'm going to be I'm going to be really brutally honest here. If you're complaining that things are hard and you can't do this and you can't do that, but you're not actually willing to leave your comfort zone because everything feels too hard and you feel like a victim of your circumstance, I don't want to hear it. (laughs) I don't even want to hear the complaining because you need to make choices and decisions that are going to change your reality. If you don't like your reality, make some choices and decisions, get out of your comfort zone, take some risks because I believe we get to choose our hard. It's like going, getting up at 4.30 in the morning and going to the gym is hard. Yeah, it's hard. I'm tired. It's cold, right? Do you know what else is hard? Being unhealthy, being sick, hating what I saw in the mirror, right? Feeling sluggish, not having energy, not having the fitness to keep up with my kids. Choose your heart. Like I I, I truly believe that there are um, times in life where you just have to choose your heart. And it's like I choose to get up and move my body because guess what it does for my mind? It fucking helps it. In more ways than I can even explain. I had a bad week last week. I don't even want to say a bad week. It wasn't all bad. I had bad moments last week. And guess what I chose to do? I chose to move my body. To channel that like shit. Let's call it dark matter. Like David Goggins. That's what he calls it. Dark matter. That dark shit in my mind that was going on. And the feelings and the emotions. I channeled them into my training. And I had a really great week training. 
it helped me so much. It was like my therapy. And so it was like, I, I just had to choose my hard. Was the training hard? Fucking oath. My body was wrecked. It was so sore, wrecked in the best way. And yes, it was hard and yes, it hurt. But guess what? It took away from the pain I was feeling inside my mind. So it's like, you know, there's, there are people out there that everything does feel too hard and, you know, they believe they don't have a choice and, and their situation is just what it is. But it's like they have the opportunities to, to make different choices. It just means they have to leave their comfort zone and work through some fear. And do we see the full circle that we're taking here, guys? It's what you, chasing your dreams requires you to do that. It requires you to get uncomfortable and get uncomfortable often. I'm telling you, it's, you know, for me, I'm a bit of a kinky bitch in that. And I think I've said this on here before, the discomfort, I actually got, I actually like it. I'm like, fucking give it to me. If someone reflects something to me, whether it's a friend, a coach, a mentor, whatever, and it hurts my feelings, but I know I need to hear it. I low key love it. I'm like, hurt my feelings. Fuck me up. Because I know I'm going to grow from it. The discomfort, the sting of like, ooh, like my friend Tiles reflected something to me last weekend and it was like, ooh, that hurts. I really want to change the subject right now, but that is something I needed to hear. And I just learned something from that and I can feel the growth already. So my point here is you have the, the opportunity to make different choices to choose okay oh I can see here and you know what it comes with self-awareness the more and more you sit and you observe yourself your patterns your behaviors the the choices that you're making the more you're able to say oh I can actually make a choice here I can witness that I am wanting to lean out or I'm I'm not wanting to do that because I'm scared or you know it's a it's a slight risk or you know I'm gonna have to get uncomfortable and might be being a beginner again or something like that. And hey, my ego doesn't want me to be the beginner again. My ego doesn't want me to actually get out of my comfort zone. But do you know what? Fuck the ego. Like actually, we we need the ego sometimes. It's not all bad. But like, fuck the ego. Just drop it for a fucking millisecond, please. And make a different choice. If you're sitting there and you're like, oh my God, I hate this part of my life or this sucks. What can you actually do? to change it. It might be something minuscule. It might be something massive, but you have the choice to start changing things in your life. It might be tiny bits by tiny bits by tiny bits, but guess what? They all add up and they all compound into working towards your dream, working towards your dream life, your goals, right? This conversation has just been, I've actually fucking loved it. I've got four minutes until Lexi finishes school. I actually just love like how on the fly these are and how, I like I said, I don't have notes. I didn't even have any notes for this. It's just been a riff straight from my heart. And this is probably one of my favorite potties so far. Um, so I'm going to leave it there. I'm. This could have been a masterclass. Honestly, it could have been, but YOLO. We're just putting it out in the pod. So... I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to try and jump on and do more of these more often. So I will be back in your ear holes very soon. I love you all and I'll chat soon. Bye.